You're listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon, the Sub 5 Strive, a podcast about two regular guys doing something irregular really quickly. This is episode 10, part 2, for the week ending Sunday, April 17th. Still, eight weeks to the race. I've been roaming around, always looking down at all I see. Welcome, everybody, to this, the second part of episode 10 of Two Gomers Run a Marathon, the Sub 5 Strive. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned Gomers, coming to you from St. Petersburg, Florida, with my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. Hello again. All right. So, in this episode, we've got uh, True or Foe. Mm hmm. Uh, I think people are going to like that because uh, we're going to talk about spending money on cool Gomer gear. Yep. Um, and we have Songs to Run To. Yep. Should we play the Songs to Run To teasers again? Let's do it. Okay, here is your Song to Run To teaser. Nice. And here's my Song to Run To teaser. Sweet. And then ending with We Can Preview. Oh, yeah. Sounds good. Should we go straight to it? Let's do it. All right. And this is true or foe. Here we are in our uh, frequent section, true or foe. Mm -hmm. It's one of these, I think, good intentions that we thought this would be a great section. And that was um, three months ago. We did last. (laughs) That's all right. But something's come up recently where I was really thinking – you know, I used to believe something when I first started running, and yep. it is not true. Um, right. And the thing that I believed was that you don't need to spend a lot of money on shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people might remember first season. I, what you know, when all this started, we had zero clue about anything that was going on. Um, and I ran in my khaki shorts and white cotton t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> khaki shorts with a belt. I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, the belt. That's amazing. Um, and my shoe gear was uh, tube socks, yep. cotton, mm-hmm. and cross trainers. So I just figure <laughs> a sneaker is a sneaker. Right. Well, and I'm assuming cotton underwear. Oh, of course. As well, or possibly even like wool boxer shorts. Oh, no, wait. You're wrong. <laughs> I'd, what I I I was not wearing any underwear at all. Oh, that's right, hideous. I mean, I it sounds weird that I know that, but you've mentioned that to me and Jessica and Aaron a number of times. I went to <laughs> Hawaii on a yeah. on a trip. I, I guess it's been three years ago almost now. Um, yep. so it was actually it was that summer I think before we started recording. Okay. Um, and I I ran out of underwear. <laughs> yeah. And so I just stopped wearing it. And I mean, this is total TMI, but it's, it's the nation. They won't tell anyone. Um, right. I, I just stopped wearing underwear and have not worn underwear since. That is so <laughs> weird, dude. Well, I mean, you, there's some weird things about you. We'll get to in just a second, but yeah, yes, you're right. It, it is weird. Um, but <laughs> it's, it's true. not weird. It's, it's cool. What, what about Noah Jack? They, yeah, so that that's a good question. Jessica's like, well, wh- they're going to learn this from you. Yep. And I was like, good. <laughs> <laughs> Saves us a lot of laundry. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's not for everybody. I know that. And I don't right. judge those that do wear underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a personal preference. Um, I, I feel free and um, 
wonderful all the time. That's what uh, that's what Kramer said, right? Yep, exactly. So, is is that where you got the inspiration? Nope. It was okay. I, I'm self taught. Okay. <laughs> but then you found other other <laughs> free ballers out there. <laughs> yep. We have a I have a second podcast no one knows about. All about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anyways, so the the the, the point of it was, sheesh, that um. <laughs> I was like, eh, shoes are shoes, right? Right. As long as I'm not like running in dress shoes, I'm okay. Uh-huh. Um, and then remember, your mom bought us nice yep. shoes. Remember that, right? Um, yep. And that totally changed everything. So the reason why this has come up again is because uh, obviously we've been putting a lot of miles in, right? Yeah. For me, more than I've ever put in before. For you, I mean, you you set a record last week, didn't you? For mileage. Uh, yeah. Yep, I, I think I accomplished 27 miles running uh, and 20 miles walking. <laughs> so almost 50 miles on foot in right. a week. So yeah. um, obviously we've been putting a lot of miles in. And I was running on shoes, and, and I, I looked back. There were some Saucony shoes that I'd gotten from Moving Shoes a while ago. Yep. And I looked back and calculated it was between 450 and 500 miles I'd put on these shoes. Mm-hmm. Which I, is... Supposed to be about the life of a shoe, right? Right. Well, actually, they they say three hundred. Right, but I've heard if you like rotate shoes and stuff, right? Like maybe four to five hundred. Yeah. So but. it was to a point where I was noticing it, right? Yeah. And definitely. I was just think, but I was just thinking it's expensive. Uh, you know, sh- expensive shoes are called expensive shoes for a reason, right? They cost a hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of money, and so I was like, I'll just keep putting miles on these, and I'll be fine. Uh-huh. And it had just become just painful for my knees and my ankles. It's just like I had strapped blocks of wood to the bottom of my feet. Right. And I was just like, okay. So finally I bucked up and realized yep. I needed new shoes. Mm-hmm. So I uh, had some email correspondence with Amber. She had me videotape my feet. <laughs> right. Um, So she could make sure she was getting me the right shoes. And she sent me some Ghost 3s. Right from Brooks, Brooks, yep. Which is what you run in, right? Yep, and Jessica and Aaron, right? Uh, and I was like, okay, I'll give these a shot. I mean, I paid for them, of course, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, Moving Shoes is our provider for such things. Yeah. So she sent me the shoes, and I put them on, and immediately, dude, I was like, what was I thinking? <laughs> Not taking care of my feet. Yeah. Because it was like. Probably the biggest difference I've experienced since the cross trainers to nice shoes three years ago um, from shoe to shoe. Like I was obviously running on shoes that had worn down and it was hurting me. And I, I bucked up, paid the 90 bucks, got these ghost threes, put them on and changed everything. Awesome, dude. Um, So that's, that's the thing that I think people believe, which is that you don't really have to pay a lot of money for shoes. That's absolutely not true. They're, they're, they're expensive for a reason because they take care of your feet and your knees right. and you need to spend a little bit extra money for those shoes. Right. Well, here's the thing. Like uh, I, I heard on the, on the marathon training Academy podcast, I believe that running is way up and, okay. and a lot of people believe that, that like with the down economy, uh-huh. we're looking for, you know, cheaper things to do. Right. And seriously running is we've said this before is a really cheap hobby dude Mm -hmm. yeah like so why not spend a little bit of money Mm -hmm. 
and invest in some good shoes that are going to last you like half a year. Right. You know, maybe maybe you'll do this two or three times a year. Mm-hmm. So let's say that's 300 bucks a year. I mean, dude, we spend more more on that, like, I don't know, on cereal, <laughs> way more than that in the cereal. I don't know what's something that... Well, I mean, yeah, if, if you're comparing it to other sports or even other hobbies. Yeah. You know, I have this new Lego addiction. Right. Very expensive. <laughs> and, and, you know, if, if I let it get out of control, of course, it would be very expensive. It's not because I have some self-control. But yeah. um, if you think about other things that you're spending money on, running and the, the positives you get out of running versus how mm-hmm. much money you spend. Right. It, it's very, very little money. And so, like you said, twice or three times a year, if you're kind of a normal running person, not uh-huh. one of these people that runs coast to coast constantly. Right. Um, yeah. And you're spending $100 each of those times. That's a fairly cheap hobby. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I, I saw that shirt, and I, I said this back in my week interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, running is cheaper than therapy. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But um, not saying you don't need to go to therapy. If Whatever people need, that's amazing. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, 300 bucks a year. And then some race fees and some fun, like, fun little, you know, onesies. <laughs> <laughs> what i don't know <laughs> yeah I, i've got i've got baby stuff on the brain dude. yeah i guess so yeah i was gonna say the other big expense is race fees oh yeah definitely for sure um and then of course there's socks but um uh you, you guys don't spend that much on them because you share <laughs> socks i don't know if <laughs> I, I didn't say anything when you when you mentioned that a couple episodes ago yeah. But I can't be the only one in the Gomer Nation that thinks that's really weird. <laughs> yeah. I like we were... all sorts of levels. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So we mentioned a couple weeks ago that that Aaron and I share socks. <laughs> um, and, uh, okay, so here's the basic thing, dude. Like, yes. we fr- okay, so you got the socks from Amber, right? Yep. Um, they're the Zulu Brand, right, right yep yep they're like have a little bit of cushioning yeah um so we'll we'll get to whether you like them or not in a second okay but weren't sure whether or not we were gonna like these so we only got three pairs right you know yeah and so we both ended up liking them and we both run like three or four times a week yeah and so, so- see so far this makes sense <laughs> and then finish up with the <laughs> fact that you just share them <laughs> and all of a sudden it gets weird. <laughs> well, first of all, we wash them between sharings. Yeah, I know. I um, know but, well, the other thing is they're a little bit too big for Aaron and maybe a little bit too small for me. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so here's my advice. I mean, I'm not a running expert. Each get your own pair of socks that fits properly. Right. Well, I mean, the, the, like, minuscule bit too big um but then actually actually they fit me like like a glove or like a sock i guess (laughs) if we're gonna be literal about this right yeah i mean Uh, to to each his own whatever mm -hmm. floats your boat right Um, i just i just needed to get that off my chest because i just i mean it, it was one of those things where i was so surprised yeah i didn't know how to react so i let it go and i was kind of wondering if anybody would comment about it yeah, nobody said anything, did they? No, and so I just had to like, may- maybe maybe I'm the only one that thinks this is weird, but um, I don't know, dude. <laughs> when you well, said it, I was like, what? <laughs> well, it's not underwear. 
We don't share that. No, I mean, I don't share underwear with anybody either. I know. Because I don't wear any. <laughs> um, yeah, well, maybe the nation can say whether or not they think it's weird. For yeah. whatever reason, I'm, like, completely comfortable about it and don't even care. And when I said it, I didn't even, like, I, I knew you would probably think it was weird, but yeah. I just didn't even think of it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I have nothing else to say about it. It's, it, it probably is weird. <laughs> well, w- with that said... The, the yeah. Zulu socks that, I mean, I remember that, that same time I was telling you I hadn't graduated from cotton yet. Yep. Um, which was another true or faux idiocy, right? Mm-hmm. That you don't need to have any special socks. I mean, when I put those Zulu socks on and my Ghost 3 shoes, I was like, yep. it's, it's a whole new world. Yeah. Like food tastes better. <laughs> the sun's a little brighter. <laughs> colors are clearer <laughs> right a whole but, um, new uh, world who are our two middle school teachers that would sing um oh yeah uh sing uh, disney show tunes at every talent show yep miss gintz miss gintz and mr and leonard mr was that his name Lem- lemberg <laughs> mr lemberg no but there was another woman yeah i can't remember mm. dude i love middle school chat me too we had we had these talent shows right Yep. Um, and I don't know if I would do this if I was a middle school teacher, but those two teachers would always sing a Disney show tune. Yep. Um, the parts and everything. Yep. And then a um, whole new world, <laughs> new day, 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 do do. And then totally. and then there was the lip sync contest. Oh yeah. <laughs> Did we ever talk about that before? I don't think we have. Um. I. I, I, I can't imagine we've gone three years without talking about the, the lip sync contest. I'll just give a brief synopsis. Okay. Um, you and our friend Chad from uh, that one horrible recording we did two Christmases ago. Oh, right. But the Gomer 4. Right, Gomer 4. A couple of your other um, 60-pound friends. Yeah, no, Gomer 7, my bad. Yeah, Gomer um, 7. Yeah, dude, 67-pound friends. Um, you guys <laughs> did, what is it, Beastie Boys? We did Beastie Boys Girls. Right. And then I think it was like Dr. Demento or something. Squirrels. <laughs> so maybe that can be a song to run to at some point. But I just remember you guys. I mean, so embarrassing, but everybody like yeah. loved it. I know. That was because we, the thing was, I think we were in seventh grade. Right. And somehow, so we had a really cool dude, Josh Grobe, I think was his name. Uh-huh. And so he was the lead singer for the Beastie Boys one. Right. And he had a lots of favor with the eighth grade girls, apparently. Yes, who were in my class. And they would right. they like strutted around you while oh, you guys yeah. were singing it. Yep. Walked around us looking sweet. <laughs> in their um, in their super high bangs and tight jean yeah. denim shorts <laughs> yeah. that went down to the knee. <laughs> right. Um and like humongous t shirts. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, but somehow they thought it was so cool. But, dude, here was the thing. Because um, I had just injured my face. Right. We've told <laughs> that story. I know. You ran into yeah. a car with your face. <laughs> right. And so my ch- my cheek was, like, literally as big as a softball. Right. Full of, of fluid or whatever. Yeah. So whatever when I sang it. squirrels, I looked like a squirrel. Yeah. You were the lead singer of squirrels. Yes. So that's when it – and, dude, I remember editing that tape together. Like I remember editing it a good transition from girls to squirrels. Um on a on a um on a tape? 
Yeah, like like a one of those side by side cassette decks. A du- yeah, a dubbing machine. So so it was like, you know, the the, the pitch would go up and down, <laughs> warbly and the, a little bit. Yeah, and it was like seventh generation audio tape. You know, <laughs> oh, amazing. Man. Do you have Do you yeah. have a videotape of that anywhere? Dude, there's there is a video somewhere. Wow. So if we ever found that, that would be great. I know. But but my kids can't see that. Gomer gems. Oh yes, they can. Yes. Yeah, actually they can. Actually, I was, dude, I was talking to some of my students uh-huh. that are like in high school. Yeah. And I'm like, if you guys were to see pictures of me in high school, mm-hmm. like there would be no more respect. Yeah. So you hide like, those pictures from people. I don't hide them. They're just not available. Like, I don't even have them. Yeah. But I'm just saying, for some reason, high schoolers seem to be, like, cooler now. Oh, yeah. Or, or something. Or it's just dated, like we were talking about with Big, how it's just dated and how it just looks yep. ugly, yes. <laughs> like, 20 years later. So ugly. Um, But I don't know. I was just thinking, you know, the, the, the teacher-student relationship yeah. may have a a slight break, you know, in, in respect if they saw how stupid I was at their age. Yeah. I'm pretty careful about even college pictures with my students. (laughs) Right. Um, I mean, when one of those surfaces on Facebook, it spreads like wildfire and they can't get enough. Yeah. They put it up on the PowerPoint at our meetings, all sorts of stuff. So, um, yeah, I I know what you mean, but if we could find Mm. that girls and squirrels video, um, I could die happy. Yeah, well, it's somewhere, and we can watch it in heaven for sure, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Um, buy expensive shoes and get socks that aren't cotton. Yeah, l- let me just say this about shoes and socks, dude. Yeah. Um. I, okay, this is going to sound weird, but do you remember that show Queer Eye for the Straight Guy? Sure, yeah. Okay, I remember on that show they said, never wear athletic shoes unless you're working out. Yep. Unless you're playing a sport. Of, right. Yeah. That was one of their rules. Mm-hmm. But like now that now that I wear like amazing comfy running shoes, it's like I never want to take them off. Right. I know. Um, so I totally get why people wear them all the time. Um, and then the other thing is I wish I could get nice wicking black dress socks that are that cushy and comfy. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if those are available. Why wouldn't they be? Talk, let's talk to Zulu, see if they can make me some bassoon-playing orchestra socks. Because I bet you tons of people have jobs where their, their feet sweat. They're not yep. working out. Oh, man, if those aren't yep. available, we should make some Gomer brand wicking dress socks. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. I would wear them three times a week. <laughs> and then put them in the wash, and Aaron would take them to school and wear them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Shut up. All right, dude. Well, we should head over to Socks to Run to. Uh, okay, I'm embarrassed and s- weird. Do you, you want to uh, play the previews? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, here is your song, Trunter Teaser. Yeah. And here is my song, Trunter Teaser. Yeah. Oh, dude, I don't know if you noticed uh, in the beginning of this episode, part one. Yes. I totally didn't have your song, Trunter, yet when I edited that part. Yeah. So, like, I just literally took a random song and only played 0.1 second of it. It wasn't <laughs> even my song? No, I because I, I didn't have it in time. Okay, no problem. So, whatever. All right, here we, here we go. go. And now it's time for a springtime songs to run to. Okay, 
right, here we are in the Songs to Run To, springtime Easter edition. Yep. And uh, Stephen, what are your song or songs to run to? Well, um, just to give people a heads up here, um, th- this this might get a little bit too Jesus-centric for some people. And so if you don't want to hear it, feel free to skip ahead. But Easter is coming, right? Yep. And so um, I've just been stacking my playlist a little bit with um, more Christian songs than usual, I think. Just because mm-hmm. I, I get in the mood right (laughs) around this time of year and i mean you know people know that both of us are christians and i am a vocational minister right yep and so that's important to me so and that's going to come up as i talk about this song also i'm sticking with my female vocalist theme right yep um and this vocalist will not come as a surprise to anybody i mean i've used her maybe a dozen times (laughs) that might be an exaggeration but if you remember sarah groves is also the artist that i got hit by a car to yeah <laughs> so she's a she's a great one to have in your earbuds if you're gonna hit by a smart car yep um so and I, I think she may occasionally be a listener yep too yeah and we've had some email correspondence so she's a great person as well and is a, an amazing lyricist and vocalist and so my uh song is from sarah groves this week again and um it's called when the saints and it's on her album tell me what you need to know and uh it's just been I don't know. It's just come up over and over again on my playlist. And so has been kind of a theme in my runs the past month or so. Basically, if you are in the ministry or if you work for a nonprofit or if you work for a social justice um, organization, this song should be on your playlist for sure. Mm. Um, especially when paired with the song that comes right before it, um, which is called Love is Still a Worthy Cause on the album. If you listen to those two in succession, um, and if you're doubting what you're doing or that if you should keep doing it, you will come out of that two songs re-energized and mm-hmm. wanting to keep doing what you're doing. So um, ba- basically, When the Saints is is um, her rendition of When the Saints Come Marching In um, mm-hmm. with verses to go with it. And there's just a bridge in that song that I would say is one of my favorite uh bridges ever written (laughs) Um, where she kind of weaves this story of past people that have come before um, that she wants to be included in when she dies Um, Hmm. saints basically and some of them are biblical characters but when she gets into um, the bridge she starts uh, singing about recent history people that have made a huge difference in the world she doesn't say any of their names, but she's obviously alluding to people like Mother Teresa and uh, the team at International Justice Mission, who I love, and um, some amazing missionaries, Elizabeth Elliot, who I've met, and who's amazing. And, and so, that, and then she ends with singing about um, Jesus on the cross. And dude, hmm. I, it, it gets me like, like. I, I'm running a seven-minute mile at the end of the bridge. It's right, one of those yeah. songs. Yeah. Um, and obviously it means a lot to me personally and spiritually, um, but it's very motivating. And what, what she's saying is, I want to be one of them. And mm-hmm. that's how I feel also, and it makes everything kind of worth it to me. And so, yeah, that's my kind of Easter, Jesus-centric mm-hmm. song to run to. Um, people should definitely check them out. I mean, I, I don't know what everybody's religious beliefs are out there but they're 
they're great songs um, and speak a lot to, I think, the heart. And so people should check them out. Love is Still a Worthy Cause, When the Saints, um, on Sarah Groves' album. Tell me what you need to know. It's pretty amazing. Nice. Awesome, dude. Um, okay, I'm going to stick with a uh, also Easter theme. Right. Um, okay, so just a, a little note on worship music. Mm-hmm. It, th- this this might sound weird, but worship music for me is like in the profession that I'm in and, you know, being a Juilliard trained musician. Right. Yeah. Is like a little bit of a guilty pleasure. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. Um, Same four chords. Yep. Very. <laughs> I mean, that that I don't mean that to sound condescending to worship musicians. That's because I think it's amazing what they do. Right. Right. Um, but it just it gets no respect. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, like people at my school would call it like happy music. Yeah. Um, feel good, just there to feel good. Yeah, yeah, right. And so I think like worship music and John Williams, those are like my two guilty music <laughs> pleasures. It just sounds weird, but it's it's true. Yeah. Um. So I've mentioned before the stand. Mm-hmm. Uh. By I think it's by Hillsongs, but I I love the the version by Christian Stanfill on the. Uh, on a passion CD. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, just when I was talking before about standing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, running being moving, standing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and and how like when you're depressed, uh-huh. and you're sitting on the couch. One of the hardest things to do is literally to stand up. Yep. To get up. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, and and then uh, and then running mm-hmm. past that point is even harder. So. But the funny thing is, standing and moving mm-hmm. are two of the strongest things to get you out of feeling depressed. So, oh yeah. Um, so just wanted to mention the stand again, but that is not the song to run to. Okay. Um, another bonus one by him that I like is "Jesus Paid It All." Uh huh. Um, just yeah. an, like I'm kind of a sucker for these, like these worship anthems. Is, <laughs> you know, is, that is, you, is that a is that a hymn redone? It's a hymn redone. Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, but then, of course, it has like a modern bridge. Yeah, you have to put the <laughs> the with, contemporary chorus in, inside it somewhere. Right. Yeah. And some of those I like, some of those I really don't like. Yep. And I have I one in my head right now that I hate, <laughs> but I'm not going to say it because the artist is cool and he's cool. So yeah, um, yeah. If you're if you're not in this culture, there there's been a resurgence of bringing like seriously old hymns, like 16th century hymns. Yep. Singing them in contemporary churches mm-hmm. and adding like a little flair to it, right? Either yeah. a chorus or a bridge. Sounds like this is uh-huh. one of them, right? Jesus paid it all. Yeah, that, this is one of them, but I think this is one that works okay. really well, and I love the bridge. But the, these are not my songs to run to. These are just bonuses. <laughs> right. um, the one, and I may have kind of shared it or at least talked about it before, is by the David Crowder Band. Okay, right. And it's it's actually from like two albums ago a collision oh yeah um and it's just this trilogy of songs in mm-hmm. the middle yeah um and uh the songs are do not move mm-hmm. come awake and you are my joy yeah and just this trilogy of songs that run into each other mm-hmm. are just powerful there's such great build there's lows there's highs right the lyrics are unbelievable i just think that whole album is is so good yeah the whole album um, flows yeah. together but those three songs are like i don't right. know like a little opus in the middle yeah yeah they're, they're amazing so those three songs um 
are totally a, a three power song trio for me. Yeah. And I think it's like more than 15 minutes of music. Mm-hmm. And so if you're running a three miler, that's half your run. Yeah. You know, so, um, or if you're in the middle of a 16 miler, right. it, it gets you through more than a mile and a, well, almost a mile and a half. Right. You know, so. Or if you're where we were at when we started, it's one mile. <laughs> right. Yeah, you're totally right. Um, but you're you're going to end up uh, just so ex- excited. And there's tons of lyrics in there that I could talk about. One of my mm-hmm. favorite ones, though, is is uh, he keeps saying, I don't want to move. I don't want to move. I don't think I could. Yeah. And then he says, breathe in deep now, breathe in deep. And like you're screaming yeah. when you're running. Right. It's, it's so great. So nice. Yeah. Go. I mean, your your five songs. My, yeah. my two, that's not a bad Easter running playlist, I think. For sure. For sure. Nice Put that too. on your playlist if for Christmas and Easter. You can have, <laughs> you, can have uh, you know, you listen to worship songs twice a year. Listen to those ones. <laughs> that's good stuff, dude. <laughs> All right, bro. Well, we should wrap this up. Okay. Sounds good. Let's go. The Weekend Preview. All right, here we are in the Weekend Preview. Um, Remember, this is our new section that we're ending our episodes with, just so that we can all stay on the same page as a Gomer Nation. Um, And don't forget, we move most of the listener feedback into the mini-sode. So we're going to talk about what's coming up in our training, but also in the podcast in the next couple weeks. Right, Tone? Yep. So first, training-wise, mm-hmm. uh, we have a 16-mile run yep. and an 18-mile run. Yep. Um, so we're going to slog through those. <laughs> Except for we're not whining too much. <laughs> nope, but with, we're going to slog through them without whining. Yeah, because, um, I mean, i got to mention this, co- this comment we just got on the website. So oh, yeah. we're recording this right after we put out part one, right? Yep. Um. And I was like, oh, pe- lots of people are gonna give us like cool little feedback about the announcement, right? Right. And so I ding. I got an email, comment on our website. Oh, I gotta go check it out. Here's right. here's what it is. I'm just gonna read it to you. Um, I like the podcast, but you guys whine a lot. <laughs> Still a good podcast, though. I just think <laughs> there are worse things in the world than an uncomfortable run or feeling bad for not meeting a goal. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, he's right. This is from Joe. There are a lot worse things in the world than having oh, a bad for run. Sure. Yeah, we, know we that. totally get that. Uh that um it, that even worse things happen in a day than <laughs> a bad run. Yeah, like for sure. Maybe your kid gets sick or um there's, you know, um injustices all over the world. You know, so yeah, we definitely know that. Yeah, but I, I, we're we're trying to be as real as possible. Yeah. Uh, so maybe sometimes we even, uh, we don't over exaggerate, but we try to like find the the little painful spot and like perseverate on it just a little bit. Yeah. So that when there's joy later, we remember the pain. You know. Plus, we know that people relate to that. Right. For sure. Right. So I was just mm-hmm. thinking, um, if Joe doesn't like that, 
let's just let's just record a 30 second um weekend review for him to listen to instead okay are you ready yeah okay here we go um pretend this is the week your weekend review from this past week all right okay so anthony uh how'd your week go i did 14 miles that sucked but whatever it's all good (laughs) great uh let's go on to the songs to run to okay (laughs) so there you go joe if if you want to listen to that instead um (laughs) enjoy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so anyways yeah we have a 16 miler coming up 18 miler coming up honestly nervous about those of course yeah for um, sure those are extra long slow runs yep. um but you know it's part of the training and yep. we've got to do it yeah elsr elsr extra long slow runs yeah and then we have like a little bit of a break where we go back to uh a 13 i think right okay not much of a break i know but uh yeah it's it's All better right. than 20 i guess which is the week after that so yeah oh, lots of long slow runs lots of speed work mixed in there yep. um it's just it's just really bearing down at this point and getting out there and doing the training because the marathon yep. is just around the corner yeah and um i think we're gonna work hard mm-hmm. and then we'll enjoy that taper yeah right i can't wait for the taper yeah so i'm 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 like looking forward to that in the back of my mind is like it will end and there will be two weeks that'll be yep relaxed um so yeah yeah light at the end of the tunnel yep and then of course 26.2 oh yeah that's (laughs) part of part of what we're doing this for (laughs) um right um so a couple other announcements about things that are coming up mm-hmm. um we mentioned earlier so just kind of our podcast schedule right um we mentioned earlier that we have uh, a mini-sode coming next week tuesday mm-hmm. uh, where we interview angie from marathon training academy about running whilst pregnant right super fun and interview i thought yeah real chock full of information mm-hmm. uh and then maybe we'll just do a quick uh, Gasparilla recap. Okay, good. At, at the end of that, so yeah. that we can we can get that. Um, and then after that, you want to tell them about the special that we're that we're gonna do. Yeah. So people may be wondering about when we were gonna put out our specials. Um, this season specials are our way of raising a little bit of money yep. to uh counteract the costs of the podcast, our travel that we have to do to get to Minneapolis. Everything, every all the money that we raise goes towards podcast related things right oh yeah for sure um yep. and so it, we just can't make this happen without making a little bit of money and putting that money to use for the podcast and so the week after the mini sode with the interview we're going to have our first gomer special of the season yep it's going to be called gomer's rules of thumb Ooh. and basically what those are going to be are the top 10 gomer's tips from yep. over the past three years and us pontificating about yep. those uh, top 10 tips. So I think it's going to be a really fun special. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll be fun to revisit some old tips. Yep. Um, and also, you know, like our, our goal is to have 60 minutes-ish mm-hmm. of, you know, maybe like useful information for people, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, if we think back on the Gomer's tips, not all of them were exactly totally useful. Right. Um, and but and we're, we'll mix some fun stuff in there too. It's just going to be a really oh, yeah. fun, informative episode and yeah. worth paying for. Yeah. And definitely. just a reminder of how that works: you can get the episode for free, 
Um, yep. Totally available for free. We'll do a little. Uh, uh, we'll give a little directions that week on how to go to the website and download it. But there will be a little bit, a little donation button there next to it, and we encourage people, um, if they can, to pay two ninety nine for the episode or more um, yep. to support the Gomers and say thanks. If you've been affected or inspired or entertained by the Gomers this season, it would be awesome um, if you would just give us a little bit for that special so we can use it for the podcast. So with that said, um, our Monday survey for next week is what were your favorite Gomers tips over the years Mm -hmm. and or just great running tips, but preferably your favorite Gomer tip that uh, you either thought was useful, funny, entertaining, uh, touched your life in some way. Yeah, we're putting together a list right now, and we're kind of looking for some help from the Gomer Nation. So if yep. you can think back and think of your favorite Gomer tip, that would be awesome. Sweet. And of course, there's tons of ways to contact us with that information. You can go to our website, twogomers.com. You can put a pin in the Gomer Nation map, and you can donate there also. There's a donate button on the right side. You can go to Facebook. That's the best place to interact with us and the rest of the Gomer Nation. Ask questions. Just talk to people about running. A lot of people have been posting videos. Uh, it's just been an awesome place for people to connect. Just look up two Gomers on Facebook and you'll find us. Yep. Um, go to Twitter and follow us, Gomer1 and Gomer2. Send us an email if you have something longer to say. That's two Gomers at gmail.com. Any comments, questions, or concerns about running or the podcast or anything you want to share. And finally, you can go to iTunes and leave us feedback there on our page. We always love that. For sure, dude. So, uh, dude, in my possession right now. Yes. You, you hear this? I do. Okay, that is the birthday present that you sent me, and it just came in the mail today. Ooh. <laughs> uh, open <laughs> it. Open it. I? Okay, hold on. Okay. Got my scissors. Mm hmm. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I actually cut the tape before. Okay, well, nice pretending. Yeah. Ooh, sweet dude. What is it? Okay. Oh, awesome. Okay. This is one of the Gomer's favorite things. Yeah. Okay, so this is the steamer that we were talking about, the vegetable steamer. Oh, yeah, that you can make perfectly cooked rice inside. Yeah, slash rice cooker. Oh, dude, this rocks. Uh, You guys are going to enjoy that for years to come. Oh, sweet. Maybe we'll, we'll make... Food for our our little baby in there. <laughs> steam steam some sweet potatoes and mash them up. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Nice. Oh, dude, thanks. That rocks. My suggestion is nice uh, long grain rice. Put it in there, yep. and you guys will enjoy. Oh, awesome. Thanks, dude. Happy birthday. Hey, thanks. Um, dude, I I gotta real quick say a, a couple quick things that Aaron Aaron got for me. Okay. Um, she she got me. Um, that pizza cutter, the Enter- Starship Enterprise pizza oh, cutter. Yeah, another Gomer's favorite thing. Or no, yeah. that was that was an option for a present for me, right? Yeah, I thought about getting that for you, but I got it for my dad. <laughs> yeah, totally. And Erin like totally saw how much I loved it, so she surprised <laughs> me with that. Yeah. And then, dude, she got me uh, Back to the Future on Blu-ray. Oh wow! So stoked. Nice. Um, and you know a couple other like fun fun stuff, some clothes, of course. Sure. Um, uh, but then she got me these, um, little, it, they, it looks like Nintendo controllers. 
Okay. But they're just they're just like little mints. Oh yeah. Uh, like a case for mints. It looks like the original NES controller. Nice. I have um, one that looks like a Wiimote. Like that, oh, with oh, mints yeah. inside. Yeah. Yep. Um, but she knows how I love to make bassoon reed cases out of random stuff. Okay. So basically I'm turning these into reed cases. Awesome. Um, so <laughs> I'm totally going to have like, it looks like an NES remote on my bassoon stand with reeds in it. Perfect. That so, sounds so cool. Super stoked about that. Nice dude. Well, a very happy birthday to you. Oh, thanks man. Um, now you know what happens like right after my birthday? What's that? Boston Marathon. Oh yeah. On a Monday, right? Yep. They, they do their special thing on a Monday where Boston shuts down. Right. Uh, well, not really, but you know, they just celebrate this amazing marathon. Yeah. Um, and we just got to give massive props to, uh, to Ryan Hall, mm-hmm. uh, the American, the top American who finished in fourth place. Yeah. What? Like 204.58. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, think that's four 45 minute miles. And that is a full marathon. Yeah, dude. I mean, that would even be, I mean, that, that's, uh, that's, that was, that's one minute over my time for a half marathon. Yeah. My record. And, and how did you feel after your half marathon running that fast? Like I was going to poop my pants and puke all over everything. <laughs> yeah. And like, I just don't get it. It's so amazing. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's superhuman. Yep. Talk about but, elite. I mean, the crazy thing though, was that three people were ahead of him. Two, two guys mm-hmm. that, that, um, you know, finished in 203. Yep something yeah so world um, record is that right well see i i heard that that the the course the boston marathon course is not you can't actually set a world record on it because of the hilliness or something like that elevation changes or i don't exactly understand why so that stinks Mm -hmm. but still it's pretty freaking amazing so yeah way to go dudes imagine running half a mile at 445 no way. I, I mean, like, what would it be like to run a 445 for for a tenth of a mile? Do you think you could do that? Nope. I don't. Like, that's faster than you could sprint, right? Yes. I don't think I could do it on one of those walking sidewalks at the airport. <laughs> right. <laughs> for for just the length of the walking sidewalk. Right. So it's, it's, it's giving you, like, four minutes a mile. <laughs> right. And then, so, yeah. I, I literally don't get it. Wow. Um, and the thing is, like, I watched it, mm-hmm. um, which I, I mentioned that on Facebook and Twitter, and somebody's like, this is not very Gomery. <laughs> right. But I, I find it, like, really inspiring and interesting to watch. Yeah. And, I, I mean, they collapsed at the end. Right. Like, the, 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 the woman that won, like, she collapsed. Right. Like, as she crossed the finish line. But still, these guys look unbelievable. Yeah, I know it's cliche to say this, but they make it look easy. You're right. Um, because sure. it's because it's their nature. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. This this is what they do. Yep. So I mean, we we have things that we do that probably people think, "Wow, how can you do that? Play a professional yeah. instrument or pub- speak publicly, right?" Right. Um, yep. but this is like miraculous. <laughs> How how yeah. much it is a part of them, and they're just like, zoom. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, uh, somebody uh, posted on our wall a link to this BBC article mm-hmm. or news story mm-hmm. uh, about 
breaking the two hour marathon. Yeah. And and how people just think it's literally impossible. Right. Um, but now they're at the two oh three mark, so I yeah, don't know. they're they're creeping up. Yep. Season four. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I would be happy with a sub two half. <laughs> two gomers run a sub two full marathon. Uh, I think we're starting a little late, dude. Like, that's one of those things, actually, where, f- like, I forget about the whole lateness of starting and being, like, pretty lazy and stuff. <laughs> like, yes, the Gomer, the Gomer section of our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, you need to have a very specific body to be able to do that. A lot, you know? lots of things have to line up perfectly, I think. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Like you see all those elites and, you know, they're all super tall. Mm-hmm. At least they look that way. Maybe that's just because they're so ridiculously thin. Right. But, uh, yeah. I mean, it's just like dancers and stuff have to have a very specific body type and, yeah. you know, yeah, bassoonists, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Public speakers, you can be 500 pounds if you want. Definitely. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, good Boston chat. That is kind of not very gomerish. The whoever commented was right. Yeah, I I do find it fascinating and interesting to watch. So. It is definitely neat. All right, dude. Well, great episode. Yep, long long recording sessions these have been, but uh, I think I, it's I been think, worth it. Yeah, for sure. And so join us next week, everybody, for our minisode, and then special after that. Great. I'm looking forward to it. All right, dude. Have a great week. You too. And happy running. You've been listening to Two Gomers Run a Marathon. Join us next week for another installment. My name is Baka. Keep it Rizzio.